So Wolves nil, Norwich won. Our post-match reaction for Wolves Radio from Match Day Live Extra. Wolves out over the FA Cup at the fourth round stage, beaten by a Kenny McLean looping header late in the first half after what was a somewhat controversially awarded free kick from Max Kilman's challenge on Milot Rosicka out on the left-hand touchline by the corner flag late in the half. Quite a few of the supporters in that area felt that Rashidska had gone over a bit easily. Referee awarded the free kick and Norwich took full advantage. Wolves were a bit better second half, created a few more opportunities, threw on a couple of forwards in the shape of Raul Jimenez and a debut for the new Portuguese winger Chiquinho, who put in some nice crosses, truth be told, but they never really had too many good efforts on goal. Daniel Pudence had one that came back off the post as the best amongst them. And Wolves slip out of the FA Cup competition and the long wait to reach an FA Cup final since 1960 goes on. In the end, they had 65% possession, Bruno's team. Nine shots on goal to Norwich's 10, only three of which were on target. Six corners to three. They had 82% pass success rate in the game. But in the end, as we always say, Andy Thompson, the one big stat that matters is the goals list. And it was Norwich who got it. Yeah, goals four there. So you're looking at that. Um, but again, so I'll keep going back to that, that first half. I think that the the way that we played, we never really took the game to Norwich. We never really challenged them to uh, come on to us as such. They were willing to let us have the ball. You're talking about the possession there, 63%. They were, they were happy for us to have it at the back. And they try and nullified everything in our midfield areas and at the back and up front. It was difficult for Silva to get anything out of the two centre arts from Norwich but for me so like the way that we played in recent weeks it's all about the tempo it's all about the way that we take the game uh, to teams and, and we never really did that especially in that first half second half we started to open up things uh, and take the game to Norwich a little bit more but still never really created those opportunities I know we had Pedenzi's one what come off the post but we've got to be a lot better. We've got to do a lot better, in, especially in that top third. Uh, and Niall's knocked it on the nail on the head where he's talking about a little bit of care, a little bit of quality up that top third. It was just missing today and we never really caused Norwich as many problems as what we would like. Yeah, former Wolves defender Lee Naylor watching alongside myself, Mikey Burris and Andy Thompson. Today, Nails, it just felt, didn't it, like... Wolves took a long time to really get up to, to the kind of tempo they would have needed to break down this Norwich team and in the end just didn't have enough time to do so. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a bit frustrating watching the game um, because you, you could see the passes were there to be made but it seemed that Wolves wanted to pass back a lot of the times, especially in the first half. Um, second half came out, a bit more tempo, created a few chances but still I don't think there was at the races especially to to the form they was in before they had the break. What what do we put this down to then, Tomo? Is it the fact that they've had that break? I mean, Norwich had a break too, but obviously they're in slightly different circumstances. They were able to make a couple more changes that maybe freshened up with players trying to impress. It, it just felt like this wasn't quite the Wolves team that had been so impressive in January. No, so look, 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 everybody's had the two-week break, haven't they? So look, in one way or another, in um, the ways that they've gone about it. But it's, it's, our game plan has just been about the tempo and the way that we take the ball, the game to opposition. Uh, and we just didn't do it today. For whatever fun, 
want. Um, but you're looking at it. How many times do we get the ball and our first option is to go back rather than open our body up looking forward? It's happened too many times, especially in that first half. Uh, we did a little bit better in the second half. But for me, if you're getting the ball in those wide areas, can we be positive? Can we open our body up? Uh, look forward if it's not on then by all means we can look at the midfielders or look at going back but it just seemed in that first half that we're quite content just to have a look at going inside or going backwards rather than trying to take the game to the Norwich and we didn't really do that in the first half second half we did it a little bit I'd still want us to do it more and we have done it in the past weeks we've done it brilliantly and that's been one of our main attributes but for me, we just weren't positive enough in that first half. Why, why do we think that is, though, Lee? Because, you, you know, look, we, we were mentioning quite a few times in commentary, Bruno Large wants them to be quicker. He wants them to move it forwards. He's, you know, arms everywhere down on that touchline trying to get them moving. So it's not like they've been coached to do that. Yeah, I, it was a bit flat. I mean, as I said, it was, it was frustra- frustration from a fan's point of view watching the game. Um... You could see that the manager wanting more from his players from the from the touchline. Um, sometimes it just it just doesn't happen. It, it it's one it was one of those games. I've I've had them myself. I'm sure Tom has had them as well, where you know some some things are just not not happening for you, and this and that. But this was about the start of a game, uh, where the tempo wasn't set from the get go. And tempo can be so important. Well, we've said it uh, for years. When we play at high tempo, the Wolves say, like, we, we always have a decent game or we always create opportunities. Uh, but if you don't start like that, it's very difficult to get yourself back into it. Uh, like I say, we, we saw glimpses of it in the second half, but nothing to what we've been normal to, that we've the way that we've played. Um, and again, as I said, it's, it's difficult to lift the tempo once you've started the way that you are. Um, and I feel, thought that we just made it a little bit easier for Norwich today. Um, by playing everything square backwards and it just allowed them just to get the formation and just be comfortable with it uh, again we've had a lot of possession but we still lost the game and, and that's the thing that we can't be doing we said that last year where we had a lot of possession and lost a lot of games where the games that we probably won was the ones that we didn't have as much possession as the opposition Sue from Willenhall says disappointed to pedestrian in the first half cost the game despite Bruno screaming at them still on the beach Raj in North Greenwich says this is a result of being overconfident after a good run of results uh, Polcat says picked the wrong starting formation ended up playing catch up and Phil says I don't ever want to see that first half formation ever again I mean it, it worked to an extent at Brentford yeah. didn't quite work today no but that's what it's <laughs> when you can't just play the same formation and the same game plan every week you're coming up against different teams different formations and you've got to be willing to be adaptable with this and so and that's the thing you've got to be willing to change it depending on who you're playing you can't just think oh this worked this week oh it'll do the same next week it doesn't happen like that not in this not in this Premier League or in the FA Cup even though we come up against a Premier League team it's about making sure that you go out there and give yourself an opportunity to beat the team you're coming up against so you've got to change the formation you've got to tweak uh, certain players in your team uh, but today it was just one of those days that it never really happened for us never really uh, worked especially in that top third for me um, where there was opportunities that we could have put the ball in earlier our first touch could have been in front of us where we just put in that ball we touched on a little few little things there where when the ball switched play your first touch getting out of your feet 
next ball you're putting it into the into the box. It just didn't happen for us today for whatever reason. And look, so we don't change to being a bad team overnight. The way that they've played in uh, recent weeks and this season have been really good. Lee Naylor, the formation, what did you make of it? Is it something that you can see them using more and more? Or is it simply that they didn't quite have the forward numbers that he trusted? Well, I think, look, that you can you can set formations that um, the, the personnel have got to go out there and, and execute it. Um, they didn't execute what the gaffer wanted, as you could see, how the gaffer was so animated in the first half. Um, and I think it was just the fact that they didn't move the ball quick enough. And for Wolves' formation to work... You have to move the ball quick because what they do is they move the ball from left to right and they open spaces up for the midfielders, for the strikers to, to pick up balls in pockets and hurt you. And that's that's something that they didn't do. And it's all right saying, oh, the formation didn't work and this and that. I think today the players didn't work. Yeah, it, it's a, you know, listen, they were out without Francisco Trincao who tested positive for covid and of course, Adama Traore is no longer uh, at the club. He's out on loan now at Barcelona. There's a potential that that could be made permanent. And it, it just felt, Tomo, like it meant that with Raul Jimenez being away with Mexico during the international period, maybe coming back a little bit late. I don't think he was actually around yesterday morning. So hence why they were kind of not too keen to throw him in from the start. And then you've got, you look on the bench, it's Chiquinho, who is a youngster who's only just arrived at the club, and Chem Campbell, another youngster. They just didn't have that numbers to go with the, with the out-and-out front three. No, and, and we've said this time time again about the numbers. I know they want to have a small, smaller squad uh, than a lot of the, the teams in the, the Premier League, but it just shows you that, say, like, if you don't get the, the quality into the club, say, like, all of a sudden, you haven't got no chance. You look at the bench... Um, for your strength you look at the bench if you can change anything that's going to give that spark okay Jimenez has come on and he's tried uh, but as you said there he was been away on international duty so probably didn't get back until Friday I think a lot of the uh, internationals some of them didn't get back till yesterday so look so it's difficult in that but it just shows you that we've got to try and strengthen this squad we've got to try and do something in the summer that's going to give us an opportunity to keep challenging in, on all competitions making sure that we can push in there, that we've got a, uh, a team that can push on with anybody in this division and in any competition. You look at it now, Neto's hopefully going to be back sooner rather than later. Johnny's going to be back. Again, I know they're better quality players uh, coming back in, but we've got to try and strengthen this team because, again, they're giving their all out there. We watched them after the recent weeks. that They've given absolutely everything to get where they are and Absolutely magnificent that we're still out in the division uh, and pushing on and having that good record as well. But you need a squad for this league. It's, mm. it's a fast and it's a, a physical league and they've got to do something to try and help them. It's an interesting point, isn't it, Lee Naylor, about the squad? Because as Tomo rightly mentions, there is Johnny, there is Pedro Neto, there is Willy Bolly, there is Romain Saiz, all these players to come back involved. Now, I mentioned no Francisco Trincao today. But there will always be a feeling amongst supporters that they could do with maybe a couple more yeah, in these type of circumstances. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure everyone. I'm sure every manager wants more players as well. It's it's one of them things. I, I, I'm, you know, I think Wolves do need a few more bodies in in the building. Um, they've always been short on numbers, 
Um, it, it's difficult. I mean, you, you don't know what transfers um, the the fees and that they want to put out. You don't you don't know what uh, finances are about. So it's you know it's difficult to say. Yeah, because we've got that fair play thing, haven't we? So we hands tied well, a little bit. Uh, till the fair summer, play has been an, financial fair play from UEFA has been an issue in the previous yeah. years. Not not really now, but there is a obviously there are other fair play elements to it, and and the club has to has to operate on a sound financial footing. It, exactly, it's simply not yeah. in a position like a Newcastle to just go out and throw money at it. Yeah, exactly. So I understand that. So, but like, it would have been nice either in the summer window or this window if we could have just brought in one or two players. I'm not saying to bring in an absolute load, because I'd rather have quality in there than numbers as such. But again, so like we've got some players coming back. Hopefully, they will add to the squad and also as well help for uh, competition, which is healthy, to have good competition coming into it. Um, and look, I think that we've done absolutely brilliant this year so far. I think that the way that we've challenged up towards the top of this uh, league has showed you the quality that we've got. Shows you about the squad that we've got as well. But again, you look at the bench, we only named seven subs uh, for whatever reason. If it was numbers and you didn't want to put everybody else on it. But again, it's all about making sure that we've got a squad that can keep challenging for this uh, uh, the spots up above them. So like, um, if we can get, even in the roundabout the seventh, sixth position, great season for us. Okay, If we can go any higher, absolutely brilliant. But again, it's, it's making sure that we keep pushing on and keep improving. It's all about making sure that the recru recruitment's right, making sure that we challenge near the top of the league. Uh, because as I say, if we keep building and keep pushing on, we'll, we're going to have a, a good club here. One player who did come in last month, Chiquinho, we got to see him make his first team debut. I know it was a, a, only a small cameo, but there was a couple of elements in there, a couple of nice crosses that gives us a, a little bit of hope. He's uh, always going to be in a position, Lee Naylor, where he's going to be compared to Adama Traore, and th that shouldn't happen for his progression. But what did you see from him today? Yeah, I mean, you know, I see, we've seen glimpses. We've seen that he's got pace. He's got he's got some good feet on, on him. Uh, and, you know, he's, he's got the willing to work hard, uh, which you've seen today. Uh, I think he's going to be an exciting player for Wolves. Yeah, so look at what you see about him. And what I like about him is he's willing to put himself about as well. Uh, and that's what you want to see. Look, say, there's, a, there's only one Traore with <laughs> well, the attributes what he had. Um, but it looks like, you say, he's got quick feet. He looks like he's willing to hit in the decent ball. Eating down this right-hand side, some quality balls in there. Uh, and there's only one person who's going to be having having his crosses on the end of. Is that uh, Jimenez? And that's what we want. Because on the point about Adama Traore, and this is for both of you really, interesting your views in this, in that perhaps there is an element whereby for a lot of these Wolves players, it's been easy and late on in these games because Adama comes on and he's the obvious player to play it to. And he doesn't always get them out of trouble, but he's that man. It's now somebody else has got to be, other people have got to step up. Yeah, I, I think it's a big loss to Wolves. I, I'm not going to lie. Um, I think as... As a player, if I was up against him, I would honestly I would hate it every week. It'd be a nightmare for me, for any player coming up against him. You'd not want to play against him, uh, and I think he stretches the game. Um, I think he attracts players so other people can get on the ball easier. Um, I think I think it's going to be a big loss for Wolves. Yeah, he's, he's got something different to everybody else, hasn't he? So like, okay, we've seen some uh, quick players, but then you see Traore the way that he plays, and look. 
Um, I know he didn't want to be an impact player, but he was brilliant at it, wasn't he? He was something different, but also as well, it worried the, it worried, uh, the opposition. It made them uh, unsettled about what they can do with him coming on, and, and that's the thing. Um, look, but I, thought, I guess the point I'm making is that he's gone now. Yeah, he has gone. So, uh, so that outlet is not there. They're going to have to find other ways late in games against stubborn defences to find a way through. Yeah, they are. Look, say somebody's going to step up to the plate and they say, look, basically. Um, and look, there's enough quality here. There's enough quality at this club here. But like I say, he was something different. Um, you're hoping that the new signings uh, coming in or players coming back from injury are going to be that next step for us or going to cause teams problems. Like say, Neto, I know that the way that he's played last year or the way that he played when he was in the team he was outstanding and he was some, something different hopefully he can come back and replicate that um, I just think that we've just got to be careful that it's not going to happen straight away but we have got players who can come into the, the team Pedence seen him put two players on the backside today because of the way that he plays he's quick but again in recent weeks I think that he's played really well Pedence I, I didn't think he, he was great today but uh, in past games, I think that he's been outstanding. So it's again, it's just showing you that having a runner of games uh, in the side so like, helps you, and it has to pedence. Yeah. Talking about runs of games, Lee Naylor, Arsenal here on Thursday, Spurs away, Leicester home, Arsenal away, West Ham away, all before the end of the month. Tough, yeah. It's it's, it's a tough period for Wolves. Um, it'd be interesting to to see how they go into into those games. Um, with formations, with personnel, um, in how they're going to play and how they set out against those teams, it's as I say, it's going to be difficult. Um, hopefully, they've got players back by then. Um, um, you know, it should it should be interesting. Hopefully, this, uh, you know, we were saying before the game how cup runs can change things for for teams and how it changed for me and where we went on and won won the playoffs blah 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 I just hope it doesn't have the reverse effect this time around uh, where things change for Wolves and it goes the other way because they still have something to play for oh by all means they have yeah they've still got and also as well players are still proving things to the manager the manager's still only been here was it six seven months so they've still got to prove a lot of things uh, to the manager as well and look say like there's a lot to play for um, again we've done well in recent years in, since we got back into the Premier League um, the team here has built, um, or the, the squad's bit improved. I just think that Salah, we've just got to make sure that we don't let it just fade away. Now this month is going to be massive with the games that we've got. We've got some big teams, and if we can get the right results against them, uh, we're eighth now. The teams are just above us, um, only a few points above us as well. Uh, so there's opportunities there. There's opportunities for us to be pushing on. Um, but again, it, it, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. It's a tough league. Um, and just hopefully we can get some bodies back. So he's coming back as well. A Bolly hopefully soon. Pet, uh, Neto, Johnny coming back. So again, all these are going to be positive to the club. And hopefully, if there is a manager of the month curse, that was it. It's out of the way now. Yeah, let's, let's put that to one. I, th I think he's, I think I just heard the bingo in downstairs when he's through it. <laughs> Andy Thompson, Lee Naylor, thank you very much indeed 
for your company on this cold afternoon. Uh, Molyneux, uh, don't forget, under-23s are in action on Monday night, a local derby against Blues. Uh, Agpa, the home of Kidderminster Harriers. It'll be live for you on Wolves TV. There'll be a fresh episode of Wolves Weekly with myself and Gemma Frith coming on Wolves Radio for you in the week as we build up towards the game against Arsenal on Monday night. We will be on air for Match Day Live Extra from 45 minutes before kickoff for that one and keep a lookout on Wolves Radio for our special Connor Cody 300 tribute programme with his former teammates Danny Bart, Leo Bonatini, Dave Edwards and Andy Lonigan giving us an insight into the leader of the pack. His 300th game was not one that I think he will look back on too fondly but it's still a remarkable achievement for a great servant to this club. Thank you as ever for your company. We will see you all soon.